Where did you send me? Do you see it in the chat? Oh, in the chat. Oh my God, I forgot about the chat. Do you remember how to podcast, Tony? Yes, I do. Listening to MLBC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna, Louise, Veronica, Ciccone. Hey, everybody, this is Tony. I made it through the wilderness. Oh, you did. It's This is an auspicious day. Hey, everybody, this is Stefan. Thanks for joining us for another episode of MLVC. Tony's back. Oh, somehow uh, I made it through. Oh my gosh. Hi, Tony's Stefan. Been... It's great to see you and hear you in Madonna it's Land. It's been ages. I, I mean, it's, I, I almost didn't know who, what I was, who I was looking at across the, across the way. It's, uh, well, I, mean, I know it. I know what you look like because you've been all over the Madonnaverse this summer, and I'm so I, happy. I have. I have. So happy it's, for that. It's been a journey. Um, well, but I mean, so much has happened since your sabbatical. I mean, Pink Donna's back. She's dating a new man. I mean, Lola's released a single. Uh, it's, it's There's crazy. finally enough love. Finally enough love. Finally enough love. <laughs> uh, well, so how was your sabbatical? How was, what's, what's, tell the listeners what's going on. Well, I um, I had to leave Mexico and uh, a bad situation, and um, I'm a better person because of that. It's been tough. It has not been easy, but you know, um, as we all know, we are stronger. You know, when we go through adversity. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's pretty much what I've been dealing with. And I ended up moving to San Francisco. And I'm working here, I'm living here, and, uh, you know, it's only been a couple months. It feels like an entire lifetime, but, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens, you know. I mean, everything's new. I'm, you know, looking to make friends. I'm looking to, you know, find my footing here, and um, I'm looking to make it in this town, you know. <laughs> well, and you've been apparently meeting up with some of our San Francisco listeners, Oh my God, I have, you know, so there's been, um, some listeners from San Francisco and I've, I, I've, you know, met a few of them and I'm going to meet a few more and nice. it's just really great to come, you know, to a new place and be welcomed by, uh, people who know you through your work and are also, you know, friends of Madonna, friends of the podcast. Uh, sadly, I was not able to go to the Honey Dijon show, uh, that was a couple oh. of weeks ago. But uh, one of our listeners was there, and um, he did report that she, you know, she did spin uh, finally from "Finally Enough Love" the uh, "I Don't Search I Find" remix. But mm-hmm. you know, it's little things like that that I hope to um, that I hope to join in now that I'm in San Francisco. For example, there's going to be a Madonna slash Donna Summer mashup party, which I know that they've had them in New York and in LA, and um, I'll probably hit that up sometime in September, and. And yeah, I look forward to meeting all of our San Francisco listeners that I have not met yet. Oh, fu- yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's people everywhere just gagging for a Madonna chat. <laughs> well, I did send you that one photo. I was just walking down the street on like my third day here and there's a guy wearing a Finally Enough Love sweatshirt. I was like, you know, here we are, you know, in the epicenter. <laughs> 
Well, um, I was roller skating with Madonna over the summer, Tony. I don't know if you saw. And uh, oh yes, she, yes, she yes. said hi. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that you get to like walk next to her in Harlem, skate <laughs> alongside her in Thirty Rock. I mean, taking, these are I'm the taking, moments taking one for the team. You know, these are the moments we live for. You know, um, was she really roller skating, or was she being helped along the way? <laughs> uh, well, like I like I mentioned. The floor in the roller rinks in New York City, the outdoor rinks, is extremely slippery. Yeah. And so she was not taking any chances. Uh, As she, she should not with her correct. recent procedures. Yeah, I, I don't blame her. But she was she was skating slowly, and Nile Rogers was supporting her from behind. And I think they mm. had hired a professional skater to help support her as well. And, uh, but yeah, I, don't well, I wish, I wish I could have had Nile Rogers. No, I was going to say, I mean, race. where were your attendants, but whatever, <laughs> exactly. it looked like a really fun time and it was a really cool way to promote the, um, the greatest sets album, you know, Madonna I loved it. Loved- it was, I mean, not being able to attend the pride performance, which broke my heart, but you know, we can't be there for all of them. But you know what though, if we would have, if either of us had, would have been in town, we would have been able to go, you know? Yes. Madonna moments can always happen. And that was, uh, we got to see it from afar, which was great, but. And I'm also very happy for all of our uh, fellow podcasters that got to, to go and experience oh my Madonna, gosh. you know? It was so good. I was so happy for them. Yep. Since you're back and since it has <laughs> been the summer of finally enough love. Yeah. I thought it would be a wonderful thing if we did a little tiny deep dive on the behemoth compilation that Madonna released. The 16-track version came out right before Pride back in June. The full 50 version was just released a few weeks ago back in August. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I thought we could have a little tiny conversation about our favorite things about the, the compilation and packaging and just the era in and of itself. What do you think? That sounds great. So just a little background on the album itself. Finally Enough Love debuted at number one on both the Billboard Top Album Sales and Top Current Album Sales charts. It was number eight on the Billboard Top 200, which made Madonna the very first female artist with a top 10 album on the Billboard 200 in each of the last five decades. That's huge. Now, there obviously have been women artists who have had a top 10 album in the last five decades, but not consecutively. So that's a huge accolade for Madonna. Um, Yeah. Remember when Cher did that with Believe and people lost their minds and I'm like, just wait, Madonna's going to do it too. Exactly. The album also debuted at number one on the Billboard Top Dance Electronic Album and Vinyl Album charts. So finally, Enough Love can be found at the top of the charts in countries around the world still to this day. I think it's like the third week or so that it's been in the top. Uh, so kudos to Madonna. Kudos to her music reaching the, the universe and spreading love all around. And kudos to Warner Brothers for releasing the first of the reissues. And, and this was a, a great kickoff, right? Wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the physical packaging, correct? Yes, I did. I went to Amoeba Records in San Francisco and I got the three CD set, um, you know, mostly to just like read the liner notes and, you know, have a physical piece of Madonna music in my hands, which I feel like it's been years since I've been able to do that, you know? It was great to see everybody 
getting their records, getting their their prints, getting their their CDs. I, I opted to do a digital download just because I can't, other than t-shirts, which I'm wearing right now, I cannot house anymore. I, I don't have a home, so I can't, I, I'm like, I can't put anything physical mm-hmm. in, in my Madonna space anymore. <laughs> in the altar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what were your standouts from the album, Tony? What did you... Well, so you did have one. We'll, we'll start with the negative. You had you had one <laughs> tiny negative comment. Not really negative. I mean, it's but one little oh, some, well, a sad I, moment. I don't know who's going to get fired for this, but you know, on the <laughs> cover of um, "Finally Enough Love" fifty number ones, there's you know a listing of all of the single releases, and causing a commotion is listed because it was a number one single, uh, number one dance single, but it was not included in this collection and it's never really been included in any of the collections. Um, however, it did get a record store day, uh, vinyl release this year, which is cute, but we loved the physical attraction single that was, you know, added to 50 number ones, but we could have had causing a commotion. (laughs) Yeah. Why does she not seem to enjoy causing a commotion? She seems to keep that off of all of her compilations. There must be something about that, that just, hits her the wrong way and she just doesn't like to i mean i love that song yeah i, I love it. it too but you know other than that i thought it was a really good collection i love all of the early stuff it sounds great it's mm-hmm. you know it's remastered by mike dean who knows what he's doing um i love the open your heart video version that just gave me chills um you know hearing right? it. it was so good to hear that in such clarity such clarity you know and it was it's a you know, in its simplicity and its strength, it's just, it, the song is just, it just lives on, you know, and hearing the, uh, alternate single remix edit of keep it together was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the like a prayer, uh, seven inch remix with, uh, Prince's guitars was really cool because it was not a completely electronic overhaul of the song. You can still hear the original instrumentation. And I love that they kept that in. I mean, you can, you can tell, you know, where Madonna had a hand in, in selecting a lot of these tracks. Cause you can see that it's like not necessarily the popular choice, but mm-hmm. it's definitely resonating with Madonna. Like I actually believe that she went through each one of these tracks and picked the ones that she liked. And I may not agree with a lot of them, but um, I think she did a pretty good job. Well, I mean, I know you're extremely excited that the Don't Cry For Me Argentina Miami mix is on the album. Everyone is. (laughs) (laughs) And it sounds great, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. I I think what's most fascinating to me about the, the 50 track version of that album is it showcases such a large swath of a career in Mm -hmm. this finite little amount of time. You know, like you start at the beginning of her career and go all up until the most recent album that she's put out. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's it's so fascinating to see. It just defines her success. It showcases why she is still around after 40 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it's also indicative of like the effect that she's had on dance music through the decades, you know, like if you uh, go through like everything that comes after bedtime stories is very in the moment New York DJ culture and yes. and this is, you know, like Peter Rahoffer and Junior Vasquez and Vision Lorimer, you know, uh, 
all these guys came up, you know, from New York in the late nineties and it was Madonna who kind of championed them and took them, you know, internationally by having them commission these remixes. So it's, it's very cool to see them represented like this, you know, and like I said, you know, they may not be the, some of the tracks that I would have chosen, but when you kind of remove yourself from that and just listen to it for what it is, it's like, Oh wow. I'm being taken on this musical journey of Madonna's collaborations with remixers and producers, you know? Well, and I think when you say these aren't the tracks that you would have selected, you're specifically mentioning the, the, individual uh remix that she yeah, selected as exactly because yes. obviously as we all know when madonna releases a maxi single do they even say maxi single now any i don't even it's like when the cd do on this show out, <laughs> <laughs> uh when madonna releases a remix of a song there's five six seven mm-hmm. versions of that and yeah, I think maybe on some of the particular songs, you know, maybe there were other remixes that would have been better for me that I would yeah, have preferred. Yeah. But I love that some of the remixes that she picked are spot on. The mm-hmm. Junior's Luscious single mix of Secret, Heaven, yeah. the Nothing Really Matters Club 69 remix, Perfect. amazing. Yeah. You know, the Calderon remix of Beautiful Stranger. You know, it's like, yes, Madonna. One of the remixes that I had totally forgotten about and was pleasantly surprised that she included was the Calderon and quail mix of Hollywood. Oh yeah. That was so good. good. That baseline. So good. I've listened to that on repeat on the elliptical one too many times. And I've fallen in love all over again with, uh, Felix, the house cats dazzle edit of American life, which Mm, maybe mm -hmm. I didn't listen to as much the first time around. I was more into Missy's, um, remix with Tweet, or also the Cal, uh, the um, the one who was not featured on this album, Paul Oakenfold. Oh right. <laughs> Paul Oakenfold had a lot of remixes for Madonna, and he also produced Celebration and co-wrote it. But he was not included in this collection. Poor Paul. And it's okay. It's all right because you know we got Offernism like three or four times, mm-hmm. and um, you know Calderon was also in there a few times. Um, I mean. It's a it's a who's who of nightlife, right? I mean, the Girl Gone Wild Avicii remix. Yeah, the you know there are so many heavy hitters that she's worked with over the course of her career, which is amazing mm-hmm. to see as well. And not only of you know, there's a lot of collaborations that you know they included the the Britney song, the Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. you know, on Four Minutes. She's got a lot of those, but I think it's great to just see the the DJs that she's championed throughout her career. Absolutely. One of the great things about a compilation like this is, I mean, the album covers for all the singles are here and they're so great to look at in one place. And then plus, you know, um, the liner notes are really good too. Um, if you guys take the time to look at them, it kind of tells you where these songs charted how they charted obviously they all went to number one but it also tells you if it's a promo only cut if it was a single cut um it gives you a little bit of a backstory um i just love it you know and these are the kind of things that uh, i think madonna's been missing for a while now and uh the fans especially you know fans like us we just love it and we want more. We lap it up. We lap it up, you know. For example, you know, American Life, Felix the Housecats, Devin Dazzle edit, pressed 
on CDR for label use only. This edit has been reassembled in the studio for its commercial debut. These are the little facts that we love to read about, right? And you are pretty much known as the fact man here at MLTC. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure having a bevy of Madonna facts spewed in front of you is just... Oh, this is heaven. And then, you know, then we've got notes on I Rise, Tracy Young's Pride Intro Radio Remix, which won her a Grammy Award as Best Remix Recording Category, and the first time a female producer was nominated and won in this category. Thanks, Madonna, you know? Thanks, Madonna, <laughs> yeah. And but well yeah, deserved it, too. I mean, her Tracy Young's remix, she she gets it. You know, a lot of that's one of the fabulous things about the the songs is you get to hear these really super familiar remixes, remixes that Madonna clearly loves herself because a majority of the remixes are the versions she performs on tour. You have something like "Living for Love," the Offert Nissim promo uh-huh. mix. She was basically performing that version on the, the Rebel Heart tour. tour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and and I wanted to talk about Fever too because I was expecting the video version, and I we was got, too. Oh, we got, I think we all were. We got a shorter edit of the you know Merc Boys remake. You know? Yeah, I was wondering why that version got included and not the video version because that video version is a little slice of heaven. We'd have to ask Madonna because she chose all the tracks. You know. Yeah, when we have her on the show, we'll yes, make sure. Of course. Although she does. According to her 50 question video, she doesn't like stupid questions. So we'll have to make sure we frame it. And instead of why didn't you choose that, that version, Madonna, we'll, we'll craftily sneak it in somehow. I know. Right. Yeah. I loved <laughs> seeing Madonna's 50 questions. Um, you know, it was kind of like a riff on Vogue's 70, 70 totally. questions, but, yeah. um, you know, it was done Madonna style in her home in the Hamptons. And I, I was like, wait. I need 50 more, you know? I know. Yeah. Ben and Liberty and myself were talking about that last week and we, we said the same thing. We were like, we, we wanted more, more time with her in that mm-hmm. video. Like we, yeah, we should no. have had like, an, we can have another 50 questions and be happy. We love it when she talks, you know, she's been doing a lot of talking during this promotion for uh, finally enough love, which has been really great. It's like, she's not just like, you know, in the past, her greatest hits offerings have been kind of just thrown out there. You know, like Madonna didn't really promote celebration. She just made a mm-hmm. video and put it on sticky and sweet and said, here you go, guys, you know, right. <laughs> but for this, um, you know, she's been teasing it. And, and I think that she has really, really accepted the fact that this is her legacy and this is what she's got to give to the next generation of musicians and, and also to to her fans, you know, and, and this mm-hmm. is really, this is really cool. And, you know, like when she was on Jimmy Fallon and, you know, she does the 50 questions and, you know, she did the pride show and then, you know, and then she does the skate thing. And I feel like she's really like on board with it and, and is, is happy to share it with her fans, which is, is great to see because, you know, it, she, you know, she never really did that too much before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she, it's, she's reflecting back, but then as she is, also looking ahead, you know, Material Gwirl and mm-hmm. the Hung Up remix with Tokisha. So she's having a nice balance of reflection and looking ahead. Yeah, and don't forget, you know, Beyonce doing the Queen's remix with Madonna for Vogue, which so was good. great, you know. Yeah. I mean, in my eyes, it's the perfect 
the circle coming together, you know, Madonna mm-hmm. takes Vogue from the streets and Beyonce takes it back and gives it back to the streets, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Tony, do you think, are we sort of wrapped up with the finally enough love era now? I assume that the roller skating party and the release of the, the album was sort of the end of it, right? We're not going to get anything more. I mean, I, it's, it looks that way because, you know, immediately after the release of the album, we get the paper magazine story, which is also a promotion for the album. But, you know, the, that came with an accompanying video. And it does look like that era is, I don't know, to me, it looks like that era is kind of like nicely, you know, wrapped up with a bow, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I because I assume the next big thing coming would be the 30th anniversary of erotica. Oh, oh my God. That would be brilliant. You know, Uh, I mean, that's next month. They have to be doing something for the 30th anniversary. There's no way they can't, they can't. I mean, maybe there'll be some merch. (laughs) I would love a revisit of, well, because I don't know if you saw at the Pride party, they did have that erotica t-shirt. I'll teach you how to fuck. Yeah, and I want was, that shirt. They, I assume that was them sort of like testing the waters. Let's mm-hmm. let's see if people are, because like I've told people on the podcast before, all of my Madonna t-shirts from my teen years got lost in a move. And one of those was my coveted erotica t-shirt. And oh I would love to get some erotica merch. So... Here's hoping. Yeah, we, we I, have so little merch from that era that survived the floods. <laughs> <laughs> but I, in addition to merch, obviously, I'd love to hear the rain tapes remastered. Yeah. I'd love to hear some some unreleased tracks that maybe we don't even know exist. Well, listen, we got those streaming only, um, you know, and I put this in very loose quotes, you know, the, the remix, uh, reissues for true blue and like a prayer. Um, those are, those felt a little abbreviated, especially Mm -hmm. knowing that there are going to be these Warner reissues. So maybe we'll get something like that for erotica just to kind of like hold, hold the place, you know, and um, anything erotica. Exactly. I mean, hearing this edit of, uh, William Orbit's remix of, of justify my love. And then the, um, underground remix of erotica just kind of takes me back to that murky, you know, mm. grimy place that erotica lives in. And I want, I want, I want to just jump in, you know? <laughs> and now that she's back to bleaching her eyebrows, it's the perfect time to bring Dita back. You know, she mentioned mm-hmm. Dita in the 50 questions video. She sure so did. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's time. I think it's time for Dita to make a resurgence. I let's put that out into the universe. Yes. yes. October. Dear Madonna. Please bring Dita back. Yeah, so I mean, we've got about six weeks until that can actually be an official thirty years. So um, let's see what happens. Let's yeah, let's um, let's get excited for that. Fingers crossed. Yes. Well, everyone, that's our show for today. Remember, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MLVC Podcast. You can donate to the podcast on Venmo at MLVC Podcast, as well as think about becoming a subscriber on Patreon, patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. Tony, this was great. I'm so I'm glad so you're back. I'm so happy to be back. Um, you know, I felt like I just dipped my feet into the water, but I'm excited to talk about all things Madonna and um, see what happens with, you know, our next meeting. We're happy to have you back. Uh, it's it's 
great to hear your voice again. I'm sure our listeners are going to be thrilled. Well, I've missed the listeners too. It's a return to form. Um, and yeah, like I said, I, I look forward to the rest of 2022 in the midst of Madonna mania, you know, which it's, it's kind of like happening all over again. I know. It's wonderful. It's a, it's a great time to be a Madonna fan again. Yeah. All right. Take care, Tony. All right, Stefan, I'll talk to you soon. And listeners, you'll hear from me again. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Finally enough love.